Well, Glenn, um, thank you so much for joining me today. Um, uh, I really appreciate your time. And uh, just wanted to have a conversation about Vistage and what it's like for you as a Vistage member. Um, and um, and I've got a few questions I'd like to dig dig down on, dig a big a bit deeper with. And you know, just for the <clears throat> folks listening to this, um, you're one of my founding members. I think you're my fourth member, and yep. um, so you've been been with me since the beginning of uh, July 2021 is when we launched and we've had a a good run ever, ever since it's been a lot of fun. So if I could just, you know, um, tell, tell the group a little bit about yourself, uh, your company and uh, what brought you to Vistage? Yeah. So um, I've been with Vistage now for almost two and a half years, I guess Uh, it's gone by fast. Um, with you, but before I joined your group, I was with another Vistage group, and uh, that group um, ended uh, after um, the chair decided to go back into industry and trying to balance between yeah. being a, a CEO and a Vistage chair. Just you know, it just it just wasn't going to work for him. Uh, so at the time, uh, we got put together. Um, and it's been a great experience. I've I've really enjoyed it. Both both experiences were good, <clears throat> and I'll get into it later. But a lot of um, a lot of so much of the Vistage experience is is group dependent. It's it's the group that you're put together with. But the chair makes such an important um, it, it's such an important part of that group. And and the the way that you work the dynamics and bring the team together. Um, is is really important. You know, you asked about the company. Um, Sincerus was founded uh, in in 2020, smack in the middle of COVID. Uh, right, right. You know, I had been working for a, a big uh, gov, GovCon services company, um, one of the bigger ones in the in the industry. Um, I had come to that company through an acquisition, having been at a another big company, but not as big, uh, managing a, a book of business. Uh, at this for this focusing on training and advising in overseas markets for the State Department, um, and that was not aligned with with the new company's vision of the future. And, and I think we came to that conclusion mutually. And 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 they very graciously made a, a decision that said, look, you know, we're not helping you, and you know, you know, what you do isn't really what we want to do. And so, you know, let's. Let's look at doing a divestiture. Let's look at, at spinning the business out. Um, and why don't you lead that process and and and, and um, think through you know what companies might be the right fit? And I reached out to a friend, a former CEO of a of a big company that had done many deals, had had been in retirement, but wasn't necessarily. Um, wanting you know was looking to get yeah he had one more item and thought well let's right he put it out to me and he said well you know why not why, why not work for yourself <laughs> and i said well, well yeah. so we approached that company and 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 said look you know i think we can put i think we can put this deal together um you know we'll need a little bit of patience as we go through the you know the startup phase of building the in- infrastructure they were all on board and and they really helped us work through that process of getting this company set up from an infrastructure perspective from a from the ABCs and the one, two, threes of doing business, um, 
but not necessarily the the other art, the art, the art side of the business, which is the people side, the holistic side, the, um, you know, how do you make that team work? How do you keep a team together that's been in one environment and now um, bring it out into a, you know, theoretically much less safe environment? It's not part of the big mothership anymore. We're independent, we're smaller, um, and it's really dependent on us. Yeah. So yeah. the dynamics of that team have to be very different. So Vistage came along shortly after we after we launched Sinceris, um, and we um, good timing. It was great timing, and and yeah. so I, I joined in on that other team, and that team folded, and we were yeah. and a few of us rolled into your team, Rick. And right, and right, that was really how we started. Yeah, yeah. No, that's great. No, I I think the um, timing is a big part of this, and I think there's a certain readiness level that CEOs have that uh, that make them uh, a really effective member and they are able to get the most out of out of Vistage. And timing is part of that, that they're ready to learn, they're ready to grow, and you're looking to grow the business. And right. so those transition spots are really a great time from, from what I can see for people to become a member. And what's funny is sometimes folks are, well, let me get through all the transitions, and then when things settle down, then I'll become a member. And it's almost the other way around. The real value is during those transitions. You know, what are your thoughts about that? Well, those transitions really start to prove different areas of strengths and weaknesses, and you start to you start to take you know account of what you're good at and what you're not so good at, and what you yeah. need help in, and yeah. And, and, you know, I, <clears throat> I talk to the team a lot on our, our, our own team and some right. people that, that are thinking through these as, as we, as we were going through that transition in the startup. And I said, you know, think of it almost like, you know, go back to your Boy Scout days and, you know, we're out in the wilderness and, yeah, yeah. you know, we got a pack, we got a sleeping bag, we got a tent, we've got a few things, you know, take an inventory of what you've got. Those are your, those are your tools to start with. And, and yeah. you know what, we start, we, we use those and we build incrementally from that. Yeah. And, you know, don't be something that you're not, don't think about what you've got that you're going to be able to use the tools that you've got available to you um, in your head, in the way that you are, in your technical skills, um, in your physical assets that you've got as part of the business, which might not be great, certainly as you've you've um, started up in a smaller sense, but we've got to use those and we've got to build on those and, and perfect the use of those small tools so that we can make them bigger and better. And, and that's really where, where Vistage has been so helpful to me and, and in particular, um, the way our group has come together, you know, we've got a group of, you know, 12 or so people of members of varying backgrounds. Some like myself out of the GovCon space, and I've been in that space for really my whole career, 30 plus years. Um, but then we've got people that are in the nonprofit side, uh, on the advocacy side or on uh, the association side. Um, we've got people that are in commercial industries that, that, really don't know the unique aspects of doing business with the federal government. Right. And I find those conversations to be really, really useful to us as we've right. transitioned. Um, um, 
to get somebody's perspective that doesn't give me the rote GovCon answer that, all right, well, I know that answer. I could have told you that's the way you do it at GovCon. But how do you do it as a window and door guy? How do you do it as an asphalt paving company? How do you do it as a um, association lead or, you know, um, and that group has really come together well over the last um, couple of years to get past the, well, you know, it's not really my space, so I can't contribute. Boy, yeah. I get more out of the comments yeah. that, that somebody gets in terms of trying to apply their experience into my industry and vice versa. I get so much trying to break down, well, this is how we've done it in my industry and apply it into that industry. Right. You just get that diversity of thought and they, um, you know, the way it helps you think through that and, and really then the other aspect of it, Rick, has been the way that you've encouraged the team to um, think about how we use our individual teams back at the back at our companies to yeah. to really unlock the value of that business. It's not about the leader. You know, I've got a couple skill sets that I probably am reasonably good at. Um, I've got a bunch more skill sets that probably aren't really skillful and I don't work through really well, but I've got a team of people around. And if I stifle their creativity, if I don't work through that, if I don't create an environment that's welcoming of that, of that thinking, you know, I lose the ability to use all those little, um, you know, that inventory of, of, of tools that I had, that I talked about and going back to that, the boy scout analogy, you yeah. know, and that's how we're going to build the campsite. That's how we're going to build it into a much bigger, you know, and a much bigger, more effective organization is right. not based on any isolated skill set that I've got. And so yeah. I've enjoyed Vistage as um, an organization that encourages me to think through the broadening of of my understanding of the business, understanding of the resources that I've got, physical, human, um, emotional, that all come together that make us effective with our customers, effective in the way that we deliver our, in our case, our service, um, and how we maximize the, you know, the people in the organization to, to, to ultimately benefit our customers. No, that's, that's great, Glenn. No, that's very helpful. <clears throat> Let me ask you, you know, one of the things we talk about often, and if you look at the issues that the group is bringing to the meeting to, to work on, a lot of it's around, you know, how do I spend more time working on the business, especially CEO, and less time working in the business doing that kind of day-to-day stuff. Um, how has that that idea impacted you? Um, and what have you gotten from Vistage about this whole notion of working more on the business and less in the yeah. business? Yeah, I think it. I think it's been really helpful. Um, I had already naturally kind of been oriented towards that. Yeah. Um, and I think, I think, I think, given how I grew up in the industry, um, I grew up more on the finance and the um, the administrative side of the business, and less on the on the technical right. Um, right. delivery side. So I always knew I had sort of a deficit on that on that side. You know, I I wasn't the world's expert in on the technical side, but I was pretty good on the administrative and the financial and and and, and those aspects. Um, Getting up, getting up on the balcony, as we say, is right, so right. important. Yeah. And 
Vistage has been really, really influential in my thinking of understanding how to maximize the time. You know, you can't spend your whole day on the balcony, or I should right. say maybe, maybe, maybe a few days, but, you know, right. you can't live on the balcony. Right, right. Um, you still have to get into it right. in the day-to-day. -day. Um, right. The rarefied air is is important. It clears your head. Um, yeah. It, it, it gives you a better vision. Um, yeah. But... At some point, you got to come down and say, "All right, here's 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 some ideas." And so, right. what I think Vistage and the group has done in regards to that has been encouraging me to be able to express my thoughts of when I am alone, when I am up there on the balcony, um, when I'm working on the business, and then coming in and helping people yeah. understand how to apply that to the business. Yeah. Um, yeah. Being able to explain that to people within the team, Rick, that um, that aren't part of the industry, that don't just do the GovCon speak and, and understand the acronyms. And you have to come down and explain how that works. It's yeah. the same way with the team. Um, you've, you know, they're not going to, you know, they don't get what's in your head unless it comes out of your mouth. And being right. able to explain that in meaningful ways that people get at the level and understanding that they're at is so critically important. Yeah, yeah. But it's also important to get up there um, and periodically spend some time thinking through, um, you know, um, you know those, you know, those, those gaining a strategic vision and, and helping the team uh, navigate to where they want to be. You know, that's, you know, when I think about our one to ones, right? Ninety minutes each month, you and I sit down, and um, a, a lot of what you, you know, so the framework I'm going into those conversations is around you know first question. Um, so how th how are things going? How are things running in the shop, kind of, so to speak? And and sometimes the questions you and the other CEO members bring to me are are the nuts and bolts, are the day to day. You know, I like got a real problem with so and so, or a real issue with this, or we've got and and so we dig into that. We dig into the uh, the, the things that are going on in the business. Um, and what I enjoy is, you know, and, and being objective to your, to you and your business, you know, that a couple hours a month. So it's not like I'm there every day, all day, you know, 20 days a month um, is to be able to, to, to ask those um, more objective on the business questions about the specific issue. So this issue is going on, but we're able to back away from that and 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 talk about the context of strategy, direction, values, culture, whatever it may be. But it's like looking at the day-to-day -day issue from the perspective of the balcony, from the perspective of yeah. that bigger picture of where you're wanting to take the business. And and that that's I think a part a lot of where I I have a lot of fun. And and because it's it's both in those conversations you're articulating here's where I want to take the business and why, and applying it something to something very direct that's going on today that's causing you not to sleep at night. So it's it's kind of a um, anyway. That's just something I enjoy and I wonder. Well, those one on ones, Rick, are are really useful. And what I like. Uh, about the one-on-ones is they're not scripted, right? They're not formulaic. It's oh. it's it's not 
it's not a, uh, all right, you told me you were going to do five things and have you done it and you're good, you're bad, you're, you know. It, it's structured in the sense that you have a process that you work through, but it's broad enough that it really is a dialogue. And it is, let's, let's see where this, you know, this 90 minute conversation goes. Yeah. And, and it's, there's enough separation from when we've had our group meeting yeah. that, you know what, I, you know, I was introduced to some ideas at the group meeting. This is what I've been thinking about, or, you know what, I presented an issue at the last meeting. You know, I thought, you know, I thought about it some more and there were some other aspects of that issue that I probably didn't really fully explore with the team. And yeah. just let me talk about it. And yeah. what I so appreciate is it is a conversation with you, Rick, yeah. and it isn't, it isn't uh well, let me pull out and go to the uh, third chapter of the book of Rick, and here we are. And here, and this is what you have to do. <laughs> These yeah. are the rules. No, yeah. it's 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 let's 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 just let's just think through it and then and then how do you apply those things that we've learned? And you can you can draw back on maybe three three meetings ago. Do you remember when John right. said this or right. and and, and that's that's so useful. Yeah, no, good. Well, you know, you bring up, I think, an interesting point there, Glenn. Uh, and I've heard this from a number of our members. Uh, we bring in seven speakers a year, uh, mm -hmm. usually for about three hours in the morning. It's a engaging workshop. And um, um, uh, a lot of great ideas, a lot of great conversation, I, I think, comes from those things. And and it's kind of funny because people go back and their their direct reports say, uh-oh, we just came back from a Vistage meeting. Uh, we're going to have a bunch of ideas now. Um, and and there are a lot of good ideas that come out yeah. of these these speakers. Um, how do you how do you deal with all the great ideas and choose which ones you can actually apply? Because you can't do them all. You can't do them all. And, and I think I think that was. That was the early lesson learned. I think is you know, is you, you, you know, you, you, you can't possibly implement all the good ideas. Um, I, I find the ones that are most relevant to the issues that I am dealing with in the immediate, um, and I also it helps me to have sort of a you know. A long-term vision, a medium-term vision, a short-term vision. These, and then where do I bucket these good ideas? And a lot of the ideas that I get out of the Vistage meetings, I bucket into the medium and longer term, um, because to try to to try to tackle a short-term issue or a, or an issue that has to be resolved in the next say three months with some strategic idea that's come out of a Vistage meeting. Um, I'm like, well, it's going to take me six months, nine months, a year to, to fully implement something like this, and I need this answer in three months. Right. Um, so, so what I tend to do is think in terms of that, you know, um, longer term, medium term, shorter term, strategic goals for the organization, and then apply these thinkings. Um, but, but again, I'm not applying all of them. I, you know, I'll bet. I'll bet 75% of them go onto the shelf as good ideas for the future outside of the longer term vision. Yeah. And, and I can draw from them. Right. Um, but it doesn't take anything away from those ideas. The impact of those ideas plant additional ideas. Right. Um, and, and so yeah. it's, it's not wasted in any way. Right. It's, it's right. just applied in a different way. 
And and the other piece that um, I, I've seen it, it, starting to emerge is because we're in those speaker conversations as a group, we start to build this language, a definition. Um, and so we can now have conversations when we do issue processing that a member may present an issue to the group to wrestle with. Um, we've got this language that we can say, you remember back when so-and-so said such and such. So we've got these frameworks and ideas that really make for a more robust, in-depth conversation about issues, partly because we've we've all been listening to and learning from you know, some outside experts that are bringing in some new new thoughts and ideas for us. Exactly. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And 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 that is an important aspect when we're in the meetings and we've you know we've done the the speaker the three hour speaker presentations we've done the the member presentation on the business um, and now we're into the how do we help each other phase that that you know the issue processing um, yeah and yes. The fact that the team's been together uh, for as long as it has, the fact that we've got yeah. new members coming in, which is great, yeah. which is great, um, it allows it allows us to to draw from that inventory, um, and the fact that we have newer members that that didn't necessarily uh, weren't at that session nine months ago when that right. person spoke, and um, you know, it allows us to explain it to a new member that didn't necessarily hear it. And, and it forces you to regurgitate it. And then somebody across the table can say, well, you know what? I think you forgot one aspect of that. And they can bring, they can, they can pile onto that. So it reinforces what we've learned in the past. And that's, that's also so useful. Yeah, no, that's great. Um, you know, speaking of issue processing, um, so we typically reserve that for the afternoon when we go into executive session. And oftentimes, not always, but oftentimes it's a it's a follow up to whoever's hosting the day that uh, they tell us about themselves and how they got to where they are. Um, and they talk about their business and what's going on with their business. So it's a really nice tee up for them to say, you know, let's do an issue processing. Do you have, that's my question. Do you have an issue processing? And if so, you know, put it with simple. How do I fill in the blank? Right. So. Could from from your perspective, Glenn, could you just talk a little bit about what you know how the issue processing works and what you've experienced um, uh, from from an issue processing? You know, what value have you received from going through a number of these yourself? Yeah. So. Uh, so my understanding, this is the issue processing thing is really what founded Vistage, you know, yeah. 50 plus years ago, right? Was yeah. was was a, a local businessman that got together with his buddies at a coffee shop and said, I am really struggling with whatever right. it was, right? And and so, you know, this is my issue and how do I do whatever it is that I need to do? And from that grew out of that this 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 whole vistage concept of how do we reinforce and recognize that one person doesn't have all the answers. Um, yeah. So so the issue processing really starts with uh, with the member presentation, explaining a little bit about themselves, um, a lot about their business, um, how they do what they do. Um, we get into the nuts and bolts of the business, um, looking at some of the key business metrics, um, and then and then some of the you know some of the successes, some of the struggles, and and we all have them. Uh, 
And then at the end, you know, it, it culminates with, all right, well, here's here's a here's an issue that I'm dealing with, and it might be a big issue, it might be a smaller, a seemingly smaller issue, but it's it's an impediment to me moving forward in some way. Yeah. So it starts with explaining what the issue is, and then and then so I throw it out to the group: How do I overcome this issue? And 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 how do I do this that allows me to overcome that issue? And then, and then I, as the the person who's presenting that, get to shut up for a while, and it gets thrown back to the team. Not allowed to talk, and the team isn't allowed to answer answer the question, even if it might be obvious. This is an area sometimes I struggle with as a participant yeah. is giving the answer. But we go through a, probably a thirty minute period of just asking questions. Um, so you know, you know. Um, and, and I get to respond and, and, and answer those questions to help help frame the frame the issue, help better understand the issue. Um, and then it's gone back to the team too, as after the question and answer period is done, you know, we go, it goes back to the team and, and Rick, you, you, you do a good job coming back in now, sort of emceeing this process and saying, all right, team, what do you think the real how do I issue is? How right, would you reframe right. that? How do yeah, I deal right, with this right, issue yeah. question? Right. And and we'll throw out and and usually there's at least three reframings of that yeah. of that thing. And sometimes there's you know quite a bit more than three. Um and and then we'll spend you know five, ten minutes going around the table reframing that how do I problem or that that how do I issue yeah. resolve my issue. And then and in that I, I that to me that's a real fun part because what we find is what people heard your issue to be and what they were hearing when people were asking questions for depth and breadth about the issue yes. uh, not solutions but depth and breadth about the issue what they were hearing is different than what the person next to them was hearing or it's probably different than what you were hearing and it's like you know we, we each have a different angle as we look at that elephant and you go, oh my gosh, I never, that's what, at least what I see. Well, that's it's just okay. it. And it's, 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 it, you know, you talk about the elephant, you know, there's that old story about the seven blind men and, and, and the yeah, elephant right. trying to describe what it is. And, and right. that's, you know, when you're, when you're dealing with that issue, you're, right. you're focused on what you think the problem is. And so you're describing that one thing, you know, and, and, and you're missing the point. Or, or you're missing the bigger picture. And so by looking at these, you know, five plus reframings of my issue, I'm like, oh, you come to the conclusion, one, sometimes it's a bigger issue than I thought. Um, but more often than not, it's a much simpler issue than I thought. But I'm, but I'm, but I'm stuck in my little rut around this one way to deal with it. And yeah. if I if I really focus on this aspect of it, it becomes, it, it becomes eclipsed by how I deal with it over here. Right. And so it's a fun process to then go through because, um, you know, the team, you know, the, the people around the table can, can throw that out, but now it comes back to me. Yes. And, and you asked, you throw it right back to me, almost like a one-on-one. -on -one. All right, Glenn. Now, how are you, you know, how are what you going to do? What are you going to do? <laughs> You know, what are you going to do? Well, you know what? I think that really the reframings of point three and six actually combined to to help me think through it. I'm going to do this. 
And these are the actions that I'm going to take. And I'm going to do these three things. And this is the timeline that I'm going to do it. And this is also another benefit of Vistage is, is we track it. You know, we write them yeah, down. Right, these right. are actions. Right on the placemat. Oh. Right. Again, you know, it's this isn't a board. They're not going to fire you for not doing it. But they are going to hold you accountable. I know that in a month or two, I'm going to have to report back out to the, to the, to the team and said, that issue that I've dealt with is no longer an issue. I, I implemented this or I'm working through this and this has been the results and, and it's been very positive in this area. You know, I'm still struggling in this area. We need to tweak that. But it gives me a sounding board, an objective sounding board that's not invested in anything other than me personally um, yeah. in, 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 in the conclusion of that issue. And so that's, it's, it's a safe environment to kind of explore different ideas and get to get different perspectives, which are yeah. always welcome in my book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's great. Well, you mentioned, you know, a safe environment. Um, talk a little bit about what you see. What What's, you know, what's the culture of the group? How would you describe the culture of the group and what we've created? And um, as well as uh, the relationships that, are emerging and and you know as you know uh, one of the things I've been trying to do we've got two chief executive groups and uh, I've got a trusted advisor group of professional service executives whose clientele are folks like you you know from a tax or uh, investment banking or valuation perspective what have you um, so I've got these three groups I've got over thirty members um, and growing and I've tried to find two or three opportunities a year, like our annual retreat to bring people together. Um, but if you could talk a bit about the group and its culture and relationships, and then, a, you know, a touch around the, the broader family, as we call it. Yeah. So I would say three, three words come to mind in terms of how I would characterize the group, relaxed, comfortable, and fun. And, and, and it, it really is all three of those. It's evolved, right? So, yeah. so you know, you, you mentioned, you know, your group started, gosh, two years ago or almost yeah. two years ago. Yeah. Um, that it takes a while to to get to get comfortable enough with each other that we can be vulnerable, that we can um, that we can talk about things together. But that didn't take all that long. Um, and now it's just a good environment that we can come together. We can, uh, and so, we, yeah, uh, relaxed, comfortable, and fun is a really good description of of how that of, of what the culture of that group is together. Um, yes, we have the meetings. Um, we have the meetings once a month uh, for the full day. Uh, really useful, um, and it is. It's a jam-packed day, I and mean, there's not a lot of breaks um, or long breaks that you can do that uh, to get together. Uh, but we interact through around the table, um, and then what I've really appreciated, and I think it's a credit to the group, is you know we stick around for an hour or so afterwards yeah. and just and yeah. just have a sociable time of just yeah. talk through how we're doing. You know, what are we doing this weekend? You know, where are we going away? You know, what yeah. bike ride are we going to do? What you know, what little getaway? Uh, are we gonna are we gonna go to um, just how are, how are you doing you know you know um, that's an important aspect of it the other thing that we've done is you've adapted the the one-on-one -on -one sessions so that um, 
what is it, three or four times a year now, instead of just right. doing one-on-one, -on -one, we're doing the, the dyad or the triad yeah. meetings. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and we get together in a, in a quote-unquote one-on-one or three-on-one, you know, with a smaller subset of, of the group. And you've blended the two chief executive groups together. So you've, you've sort of matched right. kind of people that are um, th that would work well together, um, either because of similar industries or similar dispositions or complementary dispositions or businesses. And, and that's also been really useful because it um, gives us a, an ability to get together and, and um, in a more intimate setting, gain um, a little bit even more deeper understanding of, of what we've got and also expand the accountability base beyond just you and me and, Yes. And, and once a month at those yeah. uh, at the big meetings. Yeah, the triads have um, you know we tried those out a year ago and and they really have been quite popular. Um, not to eliminate the one to one, so we do that two times a quarter and we do the triads once a quarter. But um, in your case, you know, it's people who are international. So we got yeah. three CEOs who's majority of their the work is international and and so you have a unique common element there we've got another triad who are people in the construction business we've got another triad of uh startup ceos you know essentially startups people who are now in some cases it's their third startup but who are in that early stage of business growth and you know we're able to talk about ceo role when you're you know uh at that very early startup stage, it's very different than we at that 60, 80, 100 million dollar stage. Um, and um, and so we have a chance to 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 hone in on on those kind of unique uh, aspects that that we target for the triad. So, yeah, right, thank, right. yeah that, that's great. Right. You know, one thing, Glenn, that folks talk about um, and when I'm speaking to a prospective member, I hear often is, oh my gosh, I'm so busy as it is. I don't know how I get the bandwidth. Um, and, you know, where am I? A whole day, my God, a whole day every month. So can you talk a little bit about how do you manage this time commitment uh, for a whole day plus our time, one-to-one? -one? Um, how, do how do you handle that? What's your view on the time yeah. commitment aspect of this? So I think there... There's a couple elements. Number one, if you're struggling with getting on the balcony or you know getting to work on the business instead of in the business, this is a very good once a month way of of, of just forcing that to happen. You know, and it's you know it's it's maybe your first step towards getting on the balcony. Um, so that's one perspective to look at it and just say that's my time, guys. I'm going to do it right. Um, just like maybe a workout, which. I probably should be doing more, but, 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 you know, some people really prioritize that. I prioritize that time. Secondly, I also am very intentional about letting the team know that, that I participate in this Vistage group. Um, and, you know, this isn't just to benefit me. Um, it's really to benefit the business. And I, you know, I don't overtax them with all the great ideas that I, you know, come, come out of, you know, we talk about that, but, but I think subtly I re it gets reinforced in the way that I do things. And I, you know, it's, you know, I share my, my calendar with my team. It's right on my calendar. They see it, they know it. And they're like, oh, he's got his business meeting and they schedule meetings around me. And they're very respectful of that. Yeah. Um, 
and I'm and I'm and I'm open with them about that. Um, and that's 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 really how I handle it. Is is yeah. you just say I'm going to prioritize this. It's an important element of my health, and yeah. I'm, I'm I'm going to do it. Yeah, oh, that's great. That's awesome. Um, you know, one of the things that um, um, I sometimes sit back and and think about is who's the ideal vistage candidate you know and 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 there's there's something about this opportunity to come together with a dozen other ceos who are wrestling with those same kind of ceos issues that we've been talking about so as you, as you think about it um if you know what who do you see glenn as as an ideal candidate um to be a vistage member Look, I think I think there is no ideal candidate. I mean, I, I think I, I think there's you you can talk about the size of your business and you know and 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 with scale, you know, you could get you should be slotted perhaps into certain size groups. You know, you know, a one billion a CEO running a one billion dollar company probably shouldn't be necessarily isn't dealing with the same scale and type often many of the same issues, but the scale is much different. The solutions are different than what you would as a $10 million a year business, for example. Um, but the candidates that would be that benefit from this, I think there is no one CEO that's going to be able to master every aspect of their business, all the domains of their business. And so um, coming to terms with that and the processes and then what we deal with in Vistage helps, has helped me become much more comfortable with maximizing the teams, which is what's going to make any um, executive a, a much, much more effective executive in, in, in dealing with their issues. I think once you're in, the way that you're going to maximize, and this is really ideally, how do I maximize this? Is there is there is some things there, and it is being able to be um, vulnerable. It is being able to be open, and by vulnerable, I don't mean you know you know crying in every meeting and pouring yourself out and, and right, right, right. But but vulnerable meaning internally vulnerable, open yourself up, accepting. Uh, accepting of a different perspective of somebody from a different industry, from a different age group, from a different experience, um, yes. that 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 can be brought to, and and the way that you're going to maximize your experience and vistage is number one, the time commitment that we just talked about. Just do it. Um, second is the ability to be vulnerable and just be vulnerable from the sense that I'm listening and I'm opening up, I'm listening to new ideas. And then the third way is, is, is vulnerability in the way that I share. Um, because yes, there's some things that maybe I can internalize by listening, but boy, the real processing kicks in is when I start opening up. And, yeah. and that was an uncomfortable, yeah. thing for me. that was an uncomfortable thing for me, but I've, um, I've learned to do it. And, and, and I've seen the benefits of, and I have experienced the benefits for myself and for my team um, for being able to work through that processing. Yeah, I think, you know, as simple as as, as simple a realization or acknowledgement as, you know what, I, I really don't have all the answers. And, and 
you know, it would be good to have someone in a similar role challenging my thinking. I mean, that's vulnerability, and and yeah. it's um, and it's it, it's a real opportunity to learn and grow uh, in ways that are going to help your business to to grow. So it's yeah, yeah. And you mentioned that it, it also gives some really interesting tools. Some of the same way that we do issue processing. You know, you know, you know, as the senior guy in the company. You know, a lot of a lot of issues that I don't necessarily that don't emanate from me, for example. But a lot of issues get brought to me, and and sort of applying a mini issue processing framework that we work through on a monthly basis on our meetings helps me not to be thrown into the situation, the, the trap of, well, you have to solve my issue for me. Right. You know? Well, I guess what I get to help you work through a process where you can let's let's together work through what yeah. the real issue is here. Right. Let's think through a prioritization. And now what are the steps? And now how can I help you implement those steps versus yeah. giving give the answer? Because number one, my answer probably is going to be wrong. And and second, it probably is going to take up more time on something that I probably shouldn't be prioritizing my time. On. Right, right, right. I love get, so so that's you know, that's also been really helpful. No, oh, good. Well, one one last question I got for you, Glenn. So, uh, what advice would you give someone who has heard all this and is considering Vistage and joining or not joining? What what advice or counsel might you give someone who's kind of on the bubble and saying, you know, hey, should I should I not give this a try? So, my advice is that I think you should lean towards. I think you should, if you're on the bubble, you're probably dealing with some aspect of vulnerability that, you know, either you don't want to open up or you don't want to change your thinking, right? Yeah. And, and I would say that those are telltale signs that you probably should join because you need to change. Everybody needs to change their thinking. Everybody needs to become yeah. more open and, 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 and more vulnerable and transparent in that, in that regard. Um, it doesn't mean that you're not decisive. It doesn't mean that you can't, stick to a strat plan and, and implement and hard charge implement. But what I would say is if you're on the bubble and you're struggling with the ideas, you, the, the reason not to do it is because you wouldn't be committed. Either you're not going to come right, or you're just going to stay, you're just going to stay quiet and get frustrated with the process or get frustrated. And I know the answer and I, I don't need any of this stuff. Yeah. Probably you're not the right candidate. Yeah. But the fact that you're thinking through that says you probably realize that you've got something that needs to be overcome. And Vistage is all about overcoming things. You know, it's not a single um, disciplined professional organization for CFOs or for engineers or for, you know, business development professionals. It's across the spectrum. We deal with all different types of people. Um, it really is, at the end of the day, how do I deal with issues? How do I how do I make those issues become non-issues and my business be more effective? And how can I, as a leader, um, be more effective in bringing the benefits of the team together and maximizing what this what this internal team can do um, for the good of our customers and ultimately the good of our business? Fabulous. Well, I, uh, you know, thank you, and I want to thank you for your time. This has been a great conversation. Um, 
um, you know, uh, we need to check in and, and have this kind of conversation periodically because yeah. I, I learned some things and it was really great to hear your perspective of, of, uh, of the group and what we're doing. So, so thank you for your time. Perfect. Well, thanks, Rick. I've okay. enjoyed the time together. Yeah. Yeah.